I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things that are going on in the podcast, in our lives, or just in the greater Les universe. And the first thing we want to talk about is our trivia nights. We keep having more and more. Our next one is going to be L Word Trivia in Arlington, Virginia at the boardroom Wednesday, November 6th at 6.30. They're coming up so soon and followed closely by one that I will be hosting in Berkeley on November 8th at Spats, also L Word Trivia. So all of these will be L Word Trivia. The next one's going to be at Blush and Blue in Denver, which we had a trivia event there last month. And the winners won a gift card to a tattoo parlor and all got matching tattoos. That's amazing. How amazing is that? They all got little equality signs on their fingers. Like, I literally I saw the picture and wanted to cry. I love it. It's so cute. Uh, after that one, if you miss me in Berkeley, you can also catch me in San Francisco at El Rio in the Mission on Monday, November 18th. We're also going to have our L Word Generation Q premiere party at Bella Luna in Jamaica Plain in Boston on December 8th from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. We've already sold more than half of our tickets, so if you want to get in on that, you should do it very, very soon. I'm super excited. It's going to be packed and probably sell out within the next week, so really excited about that. 
And if you have not been able to make any of our trivia nights so far, we are also looking to bring queer events to you. So get in touch, let us know what city you'd like us to look at next, and we'll see if we can make it happen. Send us an email at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. We're also going to be at the weekend soiree this week. This is our Halloween episode. Halloween is coming up, and we're going to be in New Orleans so excited uh i can't wait we just planned our costumes it's gonna be great great. based Uh, on one of our favorite episodes so if you can get that hint you know exactly what we're gonna be keep an eye out for pictures is all i'm saying it's gonna be great uh okay let's talk some greater less universe things the first one we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have you know some some bad news and some good news the bad news is miley cyrus said things things uh miley girl we don't know why she said them. No. And they're not doing her or anyone else any favors. So I think my takeaway on Miley Cyrus saying, you don't have to be gay, you just have to meet the right guy, is, of course, you don't have to be gay. Some of us are just that lucky anyways, Miley. Sorry. <laughs> Bye, Miley. I know I was like, <laughs> it's been a roller coaster with Miley lately. I'm like, yes, Miley. No, Miley. No, Miley. <laughs> yeah, so not super happy with her right now. I think she did apologize, but I still do think we really have to be careful with the words that we use. Yeah. Because especially as a public figure, you have a lot of very young, impressionable queer teenagers who are listening to you. So you have to be aware of the impact that your words have. Yeah. My so take. give us some good news, Ellie. I'm sorry. Yes. Good news. (laughs) She-Ra, Princess of Power, is introducing its first non-binary character with a non-binary actor, Jacob Tabaya. Super excited for that. For those of you who don't know what She-Ra is, it's a cartoon and it has had a lot of really good positive representation. It's the best. Have you watched it? It's so good. I have not seen it, no. Ugh, I'm so excited for season four and I cannot wait for for this news as well. I just, yeah, it's so great. It's such a great show. I'm so excited. As much as I enjoy watching She-Ra, I'm super excited for when my kids get old enough to watch she Yeah. Because it is, it's just, it's so very simply supportive and uh, has so much representation. And I just, I love it. I can't wait. I'm excited. More and more representation, people. Let's do it. And that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 34th and spookiest installment of Should Have Been Gay. <laughs> That's right, because in this week's episode, Itchida Capita Melica Mystica. Itchida Capita Melica Mystica. I also really wanted to do like, sisters, sing. <laughs> oh, that would have been good too. But it's okay, I just uh, did it for us. There you go, yeah, we're done. We're both. <laughs> Good job, us. Uh, yes. That's right. We are doing our Halloween episode. Halloween should have been gay. So many spooky ones. It doesn't get more ones. exciting than that. And I I'm know. so excited for this one because it's my favorite Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh, oh. It was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little more gay. It's... I'm going to say a classic, even though we'll talk a little bit about our experience with Hocus Pocus shortly. Oh, yeah. But it's certainly... It's a cult classic. Yeah. 
And it's been around for a while. 1993 Hocus Pocus. Wow. Not too shabby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't see it the year that it came out because I wouldn't have understood anything. But I was <laughs> one years old. But And whole year old. Yeah. My favorite yeah. movie since I could sit up. <laughs> but not really. I so, feel like, I, yeah, we'll talk about our experience. We'll talk about our I'm sorry, experience. I'm skipping ahead. We're going to start with the IMDb synopsis for anyone who has not seen Hocus Pocus, which is as follows. A curious youngster moves to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. That sounds right. I mean, that's pretty accurate. But I would say my gay synopsis is also that the witches are the protagonist. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Max. <laughs> you are not the protagonist of this film. And my gay synopsis is three spinster lesbian slash drag queen witches <laughs> wreak havoc <laughs> and bring gay joy to the town of Salem in the 90s. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You're redoing this as a whole, like, Snape was the hero all along kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to redo a lot of things about this movie, but the sisters are perfect just the way okay. they are. The witches. Yeah. If we do yeah. a reboot, bring Bette Midler back. Yes. And yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker. And Kathy Najimy. Yeah. Yeah. All set. All Good. of them. Yeah. Okay. So, What's your gay synopsis, uh, Lee? Okay, my gay synopsis is young teenage lesbian Allison is the only competent person in the movie. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's my synopsis. Oh, I love Allison. I do too. She's great. But I am 100% convinced she's gay. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, we're going to talk about it. I think, yes. Yeah, we'll get there. Tell us a little bit about your experience with Hocus Pocus after not watching it at, at one year of age. Okay, so I feel like I am obsessed with Hocus Pocus, but I only really started watching it when I was in high school slash college, where it was just like a movie that you would watch every Halloween because it was always on abc family or whatever freeform whatever you want to call it now and i would watch it with all my friends the reason that i was like sisters sing we, like i feel like that was just a thing with me and my friends that like at any point like you could be doing anything you're just like hanging out and if anyone said sisters sing you had to you had to start singing so it was a big part of my adolescence and okay. continues to be a movie that I watch pretty much every Halloween season. Nice. A tradition, yeah. if you will. Yes. It is like my it. Halloween tradition. Okay, my experience with Hocus Pocus. I'm I'm like so afraid to say this. I think people are people are gonna come after yeah, me. Yeah, people Ellie. are gonna burn you at the stake. Oh they oh <laughs> no. They're gonna hang me. <laughs> it's no good. Not good. Uh I had never seen Hocus Pocus. Lee. I know. I'm so sorry. It's one of those things where it's just been around forever and I've I've known about it forever and I've known things like quotes and things from it forever. I've never actually watched it. I watched it this week. Kelsey and I both did. She hadn't seen it either, although that Kelsey has never seen anything, so it I don't think that that saves me too much. But I've seen it now, everyone. I'm better. I fixed it. I'm so happy you finally seen it. I do need to ask you. Okay. Because knowing it is a cult classic, it's ridiculous. It's sort of bad in a good way, yeah, yeah. right? What did you think of it watching it okay. now? <laughs> Here's what I think. 
I actually think I like it more now than I would have if I had watched it as a teenager. Mm. Because, and here's, okay, here's why. Watching it now, it's not a great plot. Like, the the development of the story elements are a little clunky, right? And nostalgically, it fits right into that 90s era teen film where I can forgive all of that. The stuff that I think I appreciate more now, watching it as an adult, that 100% stands the test of time, is the performances that all three of the Sanderson sisters give are flawless. Incredible. Are just flawless. Bette Midler in this movie is perfect. Kathy Najimy in this movie is untouchable. They're perfect. Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, is she has, like, very few lines of actual dialogue, but everything she's ever doing on screen is perfect. They're just all so good. And watching them and, and like, knowing more about them now than I would have at, you know, like, 12 or whenever I could have watched this movie, I just... I think I appreciate them so much more, and I, I and the rest of the part of it that's not very good just still doesn't bother me, you know? Oh, yeah. The character work by the Sanderson sisters is incredible. Is incredible! Uh, it's so yes. good! They're so good. And that, to me, is the number one reason why I think if you asked any queer person, they would be like, oh my god, I love Hocus Pocus, because the yeah. Sanderson sisters, to me, are just, like, over-the-top, dramatic, yeah. like, oozing campiness and right. just queerness. Yes, and so, like, yes, though, yes, yes. that's why I say they, to me, are the protagonists of this film. I'm rooting for them. I want them to live forever. <laughs> You're like, kill them, children. Yeah, Get it. Like, Get yours. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh. Yeah. I really am. I'm like, I, oh, I wish you would stick around longer. But, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're they're perfect. I love it. They're incredible. I have a hard time with the Sanderson sisters for this should have been gay. Because okay. I feel like keeping them just the way they are, they already are queer. They're like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many drag queens who have played the Sanderson sisters because it's just like the perfect Halloween yeah. drag to do Bette Midler I feel like is an icon of the gays um so is Sarah Jessica Parker like what who am I kidding every all of this all of the Sanderson sisters gay people love them and so I was going back and forth between just like them being drag queens and also them being because there are sisters who just the three sisters always live together they never like had husbands they never they had you know we have we have their exes yeah we have Billy yeah but also, especially Mary, I feel like is the number yes. one sister who I'd be like, okay, the lesbian sister is Mary. Because she's the only one where they don't explicitly mention, you know, like Any Sarah, Sarah and Winnie have this kind of, oh, we had, you know, fighting over Billy and all this stuff. Yeah, they don't mention anything and even all of the times like when they're kind of hitting on the bus driver or they there's never any <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so good 
It was a wordless reaction, listeners, but it was a great reaction that Ellie I'm just sorry. gave me. Just when they're hitting on the bus driver. Yeah, yeah, of course, that part, yeah. Oh, the bus driver's the worst. Just the worst. He's so terrible. Uh, but Mary doesn't have any reaction to him whatsoever, right? Sarah's, like, sitting on his freaking lap. Nothing. Just nothing for Mary. Yep. So I I could certainly see, I have a, sus- a strong suspicion that the writers of this movie uh, probably had that happening because Mary was supposed to be like, oh, she's the heavy sister because she's not like famous enough like Bette Midler to get away with it. And she's not like, you know, the stunning Sarah Jessica Parker, but I also feel like that's ridiculous because Kathleen Jamie's beautiful, right? Exactly. Like, she's just a very good-looking person, and she's not... Like, they didn't really make any of them unattractive enough, you know? Oh, not at like, all. Like, even Bette Midler's teeth, you're just like, whatever. No, you're like, still hot. I'll take it. <laughs> still, it's it's fine. Uh, look, she's, like, belting now, and I'm into it. It's, exactly. You know, all she has to do whatever. is start singing, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like that's why they don't make any mention of Mary and men, because that was the very much 90s, like, she's not a size two, guess she's the fat one, that just is so pervasive in movies of that time, and you go back and watch it, and you're just like, wow, really? Again? Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. God. But I like to think that, nope, it's because she's the gay one, and they just, you know, kind of glossed over it. Yes, and we will find Mary a love interest, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. sure. We'll sure. find her. Especially when we make our gay Hocus Pocus reboot. Exactly. So the Sanderson sisters, I feel like, are the most gay in the film. And then you think that Allison is a lesbian? Let's let's chat about okay. that. Here's the thing. I get that they're pushing real hard for this Allison Max thing, but Allison's not into it. Oh, yeah. Ever. Like, even when they kiss, they kiss and you can, you kind of tell that's the kiss of someone who's like, we've had an emotional night and I know you're really into me and, like, you probably need this. But she doesn't even look into it at all, right? Like, oh, yeah. Max is, Max is definitely into Allison. Allison is not into Max. Yes. Also, when they first summon the witches, right, and Allison goes and gets a broom that's hanging on the wall and, like, takes a big swing at them with this broom. I'm going to call that a softball swing with that broom. Oh, and yeah. I could see it. It looks, it looks a little practiced, if you ask me. So, you know, it's not going against my theory. Let's put it that way. She's definitely, I would say, the stronger of the two, you know? She's, yeah. The, yeah. she's the protector of the group, whereas uh, Max is not as much. No, no. Yeah. Max is a little bumbling. Allison is, like, very collected and very, you know, she's like, this is what we're doing. Why are you lighting that? Don't light that. Don't do this thing. Let's protect ourselves. Let's, you know, let's get some salt. Let's do this. Yeah, she's, like, ready to go. She knows, yeah. And she knows, like, all the witchy things to do, which are like, hmm, Allison, I get that your parents (laughs) own the Sanderson house, but you know a little much about witchcraft yeah yeah for sure um so in my retelling okay it pretty much makes it super seamless that allison is just a lesbian because i feel like okay this is this is a stretch but i'm going for it so in my reboot max is a woman or a teenage girl yes and 
Max is not a virgin because Max has had lesbian sex. But, (laughs) yes. But the black flame candle (laughs) is too heteronormative. I love it. And so Max blows out the candle and is like, I'm not a virgin. Like, this isn't going to work. And then the black flame candle's like, oh, but you've never had sex with a man. So is it real? And you're like, fuck you, black flame candle. (laughs) (laughs) The black flame candle standing in for heteronormative patriarchy in this sense. I am here for it. I love it. A couple things that that I love about this. One, I think it's great because... A, if we're having the black flame candle stand in for the patriarchy, the black flame candle over the course of the movie is just slowly burning out. Mm-hmm. It's just goodbye patriarchy. <laughs> goodbye heteronormativity. Don't let the door hit you. I love that. Also, I would make a strong case for casting Max not just as a female character. I would love to cast Max as like a transitioning Mm. female character right yeah a because max as currently cast in the original film like so many 90s teen film heartthrobs uh i i think is responsible for creating many a lesbian i mean it's just it's that it's that That baby dyke look Mm -hmm. yeah the hair the outfits the everything and so what i love (laughs) What I love is I want to have the whole conversation when Max and Danny show up at Allison's Halloween party and Danny starts talking about how much Max loves Allison's yabos. Oh my god. I want that to be like tiny trans girl teenager Max who just like really wants her own set of yabos and also is into allison's yabos i think that'd be fantastic oh my god how many times can i say yabos in this i love it so you're saying max (laughs) is m to f yes i i would say max assigned male at birth left california because you know wanted a new school she has transitioned now but wanted a fresh start, you know, where she's unencumbered by the past. And so they move to a new place and she's, you know, I love a it. little entranced by the yabos. I, I love mean, it. As we all are. Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. <gasps> but I like this reboot already. Yeah, I'm digging this. But I just feel like something about Max and Allison's relationship needs to be more queer. I think if Max had been a girl, I think Allison would have been way more, way more into it. Yes. I for sure agree. And I also think, so (laughs) I have a random dark horse pairing here. We can talk more about the plot of the film, like, and parts and Max and Allison and stuff like that. But I just super briefly want to talk about Jay and Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. So Jay and Ernie are the two bullies who bully Max, right? And they are assholes. And they steal his shoes and like they just suck but yeah they're always together there's like definitely some weird bro stuff going on there i think jay and ernie are just overcompensating with their masculinity because they're both in the closet in love with each other and they just can't they need to be like no we're not gay man because we're bullies i love it but really they're Um, in love with each other can i tell you my it, I would say my, my lesbian rabbit hole, but it's not really a lesbian rabbit hole. It's my gay rabbit hole. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Ernie, a.k.a. Ice, is played in this movie by uh, Larry Bagby, is the actor who plays him. Okay? Okay. And Larry Bagby has also played a character named Larry, uh, Larry Blaisdell, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. And... And he plays Larry, who's like the big, you know, kind of big, muscly jock of oh, the school. Oh, who also comes out. I remember that episode. Who comes mm-hmm. out, right? Yeah, he comes out to Xander and then like ends up being this like super out and proud gay character on Buffy, uh, who is, I-, I think he says at one point he's like so out, even his like grandmother's hooking him up with guys or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Good so for you, Larry. I just I just want to say I think there's some merit to the Jay and Ernie pairing. Yeah. And honestly like I, I think they're my strongest pairing. I feel the most chemistry between the two of them in the actual film <laughs> in the reboot. Yeah, there's Max there's Allison. a heat there, right? Yeah. <laughs> but there's definitely something there. That's all. <laughs> they they found love in a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> Salem, Massachusetts. A hopeless place. Uh Good for them. I'm happy for yes, them. I'm happy you for go, them Jay too. and Ernie. Yeah. You go. Uh, yeah, there's... I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> In terms of other plot points, let's talk about Billy. Okay, let's do it. So would Billy still be Billy in the reboot? Would Billy still be male Billy? Or are we turning him into 
female Billy. I mean, I don't see why we couldn't turn him into female Billy. Just because we're going to turn everyone in this movie. When, you know, when we go gay, Ellie, we, we go, go all the all way. The way. <laughs> You're n- we don't let anything hold us back. All right, so let's do it. The whole cast is gay. So Billy is Billy. On board. B-I-L-L-I-E. I love it. As in Billy Eilish. Also a creature <laughs> of the dark, so it makes sense. And what is gayer than plotting revenge on your ex we've talked about this many times oh yeah the petty petty revenge the petty gays so true so true also also what would be gayer than your ex that you're taking revenge on having also slept with your gay sister oh yeah yeah Yeah. it's just messy gay drama everywhere messy gay drama everywhere so (laughs) i could see that definitely playing out in the exact same way if billy was a woman um, and would make even more sense because you have the vindictive Winnie, who's the alpha gay, and uh, <laughs> then Sarah. Are you are you saying Winnie's a mommy in this situation? Oh, for sure. What we're going for? For sure. And um, yeah. okay, wait. If we're gonna, sorry, I just have to throw this in there while we're talking about mommies. Is if we were gonna pair up Mary with someone as our as our gayest of the three Sanderson sisters, I'm gonna make a strong case for Max's mom. <laughs> All right. Um, tell me more. <laughs> I just, you know, I could see, I could see someone who's like from the 17th century seeing like a a nice blonde rock and a Madonna outfit and like being into it. Mm. So you think like in the I put a spell on you scene. Yes. That's yeah. the biggest like that would be a turning point to see Max's mom and be like, oh, interesting. I mean, why not? Right. You know, Mary makes her dance with her. I mm. mean, also a possibility. All right. I did not think of that before. Now, there's also not that many characters for me to work but yeah, with. I could, here, go, you know? I could go with it. I could go with it. For, I'm trying, Ellie. I'm trying. For sure. I wish that there were more characters for the Sanderson sisters to get with. We could also turn the bus driver gay. That's true. I mean, while we're at it, you know, why stop there? Right? Yeah. I mean, bus driver is is a, you know, a thirsty gay who is lives in a small town, doesn't see a lot of lesbians. And then these three hot lesbian witches decide to hitch a ride on the bus. And she's like, okay. Yeah, and then we and then we could also make him less, uh, like m- misogynistic and objectifying. Mm, yeah, because he's the worst. He's pretty terrible. Okay. Also, the bus driver is a great example to me of sometimes when they let lines squeak by in like in like a kids movie that I'm not entirely sure how they let them say stuff like that because I think. Some of the worst, horribly objectifying lines that the the bus driver says, right, is there's one where they say, he asks them what they desire, and they're like, children. And he goes, might take me a couple tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. And it's like, come on. How did you actually put that line in this movie? Yeah. That's terrible. But I, so yeah. I, yeah, I, 100%, I would be on board with making the bus driver a woman, and making her not suck so badly. Yeah, I'm down for that as well. Um, <laughs> I'm like, should we talk about the fact that they want children? 
I'm like, that's what what is your deepest desire, children? Um, no, let's not go there. Okay, I say let's there. not. Let's, let's not just uh, stick with uh, Max's mom. That's a nice safe bet. Well, right? yes. Well, I was gonna say something along the lines of because they're from the 17th century and they were lesbians, their deepest Aww. desire was to have children, but they could not procreate because they didn't want to sleep with men sure i like that so a little not as creepy as as you think it would have gone (laughs) but they're not trying to murder the children they just want to love them yes they just wanted it they just wanted kids of their own and it got real twisted and they just took it out (laughs) on all the people everyone misunderstands yes yes (laughs) so that's me because i obviously am a big sanderson sister sympathizer nice i love it like they're just misunderstood guys well and i think you know as with any movie if we're gonna talk about the queerest things i think we all you know witches and magic it's you're basically immediately queer coding your characters there's just no way around it yes and then we'll talk about so the sanderson sisters were originally hung during the salem witch trials right yes which is why they're in salem And there has been a lot of speculation about the witches that were hung in the Salem witch trials being mostly women who didn't ascribe to mandated roles. So Mm. they didn't fit in with the the roles that women were supposed to play. So code for they're gay. They were outcasts in some ways. Yes. Outcasts who didn't follow strict heteronormative patriarchal uh social structures of the time period is what you're saying yes which we know queer women not really within the realm of heteronormativity of the time period yeah i mean i think if if we look at the actual history of i mean almost any time that a mob goes after some sort of marginalized groups unsurprisingly you're you're gonna find some queer people in that group because sure they don't they don't fit the mold right we break out of the mold we say fuck your mold yes and of course like these were real these were real things this happened to real people and it's obviously very tragic but also very likely that there were some queer women involved in the hangings in the salem witch trials so historically the sanderson sisters high probability of probably gay gay. yeah right so i think we're on the right track Oh, yeah. I think this reboot's going to be amazing. I'm just saying. Right. The reboot's going to be so much better. The movie already is pretty much who likes Hocus Pocus besides gay people? An excellent question. Right? Chime in. If you're straight and you like Hocus Pocus, just let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Or, okay, the better question should be who loves Hocus Pocus besides gay people? Right. Sure. Because people like Hocus Pocus, but (laughs) you know what I mean. Okay. So in this reboot... Which characters are we shipping? Uh, okay, so I, I totally, I, I still, sh- I ship Jay and Ernie in the original. I, to, oh yeah, you know, Jay and Ernie. So Journey, Journey. Wow, oh, oh, their God. ship name is even it works perfectly. Don't stop <laughs> believing. You can do it, Jay. Hold and Ernie. on to that feeling, you two. <laughs> you got this. Or we believe in you, Ernie. I like Journey. Yeah, Journey's the the easiest one. I think Journey is is where it's oh, at. It's I mean, it's uh, that's probably the best ship name we've ever come we up. Have, the fastest that we have ever come up with the best ship name ever. Yeah. yeah. 
Go on. We should just we, we'll quit there. Bye, everyone. <laughs> and hocus pocus should have been gay. Bye. See you next week. Uh, bye. <laughs> uh yeah i uh, no done we're good jay and ernie journey done yes and hashtag journey hashtag I journey okay. <laughs> and then we have who the writers want us to believe are the protagonists max and allison okay so but in this case we have what are we saying Ma- maxine what is it short for oh yeah max could be short for maxine or just max okay i think max okay. is a very gender neutral uh name okay yeah so max and allison yes malison Alisax? Alex. Uh, Alamax. Al- Alex is doable. It's spelled, right? Yeah. A L L I X. Alex. <laughs> I like uh, it. No, but probably Malison's my number one. Malison? Mac- Maxison? Maxison. Mm, Max. That'll work. Like Emerson, I know, your fave. Uh, don't tempt me. I know, we won't. We won't go there. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my fave, Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All right. And then so. Lee, I'm moving on. Lee's I'm moving on. I'm just going to. Which is. Okay. My number one ship. Yeah. Mary and Max's mom, whose name is Jenny. Ma- Manny. <laughs> Manny. Manny. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> they have. They're all names. Marnie. They're all real names. What about Mar- Marnie? Oh, Marnie. I like Marnie. That's another Halloween movie. Maybe we should do Halloween Town next Halloween. Oh, okay. We'll do, uh, yeah. I want to add another, um, another ship, which is Billy and Sarah or Billy and Winnie. But do you ship Silly or Willie? (laughs) I think I'm a Silly fan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I feel like they just, they vibrate on the same frequency. I think so too. Yeah. I feel like Winnie seems very uh seems like a toxic relationship between between Winnie and Billy and I feel like Sarah just seems very gentle with Billy. Yeah, I just think they they make they're they're a more complimentary couple. Agreed. For Agreed. Sure. So silly. Okay, got it. I yes. love it. Journey and Silly. Wow, we have such great uh Good ship names for this film. Good ship names. Yeah. Well done. Very us. happy about it. <laughs> so, we have Witches are gay. The Sanderson sisters are inherently gay. Max should be some type of queer, let's be real. Allison is a big old lesbian. And mm-hmm. what's gayer than two sisters sleeping with the same girl? So, Hocus Pocus should have been gay. Should have been gay. Is it time, Ellie? It's time. Okay. Q, 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 and gay. I'm going to start us off on this week's Q and gay. Starting with an impossible choice, which is why I I just said it to start, so you have to answer. Question one, who's your favorite Sanderson sister? Winifred, Sarah, or Mary? That is so difficult. I I didn't say this would be easy. I'm just going to go with my first instinct, which is Mary. (laughs) I love her in this. I love her. She's so perfect. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about, while we're talking about how Mary is the gayest of the three, can we talk about the calming circle? When she's like, Winnie, you're going you're going a little off the rails right now, let's just have a calming circle. Yes. It's okay. She's always the, you know, centering force of the sisters. She pulls out her crystals and she's like, oh, this. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I see it. I love it. Number two, did you ever try doing spells when you were a kid? Yes or no? 
I am pretty sure I have to say yes, I feel like I did. Whether I whether they were serious or not, you know, you you still tried, you like said said weird words, you had a little like bowl and your twigs in it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone sure. had the twig bowl. Totally get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't have a good twig bowl or two in their day, you know? <laughs> I definitely remember doing like the light as a feather, stiff as a board. That was like Oh you know. sure. But I don't know if I ever was like putting stuff in a bowl or a cauldron i don't know did you ever did you ever float someone did it work uh no it did not Mm. we'll have to try again yeah maybe we didn't believe hard enough i think so yeah question three would you have lit the black flame candle ellie no like it's so idiotic (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't have done it max you shouldn't have done it acting out you know actually now i'm like no, because it would be stupid, but also, but then the sisters would have never come, so, and they're my favorite. So if I knew that what I was <laughs> resurrecting was going to be the Sanderson sisters, I would light it. You, you'd you light that candle for Bette Midler every time? Oh, yeah. Every time. Okay. That's fair. All right, number four. Pick your cleaning supply to fly on. A, broom, B, mop, or C, vacuum. This, it's a tough choice, you know? I mean, there's a lot to weigh the pros and the cons here. I feel like the vacuum might have a little better cushioning, especially the one she had where it had, like, the big bag on the back of it. That might be a little softer to ride on. I've always felt like a broomstick just seems like it would be very uncomfortable, yeah, right? Definitely not built for comfort. No. Built for speed. So, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on that note, I'm going to say C, vacuum. Uh, end of question. <laughs> Good. Good. Question five, a tough choice. And I imagine we will have many opinions on this one. What is the best Halloween candy? A, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. B, Midnight Milky Ways. C, Nerds. Or D, Twix Bars. So I, this is a, this is a big toss up. I love peanut butter and caramel. But I'm going to go with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And I know I say Reese's, but that's because I'm okay. from Massachusetts. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, that's because I'm weird and wrong. It's okay, <laughs> But everyone. I'm going to be wrong to the day I die for my last Reese's Pieces. There you go. <laughs> a, a perfectly valid answer. Yeah, I anticipate we're going to have a lot of write-ins oh, on yeah. this. Um, because also, didn't someone just do, wasn't there a thing on Twitter recently of, like, what's, what's the word, like, which would you, like, you know, you have to get rid of one of these forever? Um, and what I discovered that week is, wow, many people I know really, really hate Milky Ways. I like Milky Ways. Wait, why? I don't know. Hmm. Pretty good. They're nougaty. They're caramelly. Yeah, they're They're, pretty good. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So there you go. Let us know your choices on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 well, yeah. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things from each episode. And the first thing we're going to shout out is Emily Pamby on Instagram, who posted that Mondays are the best because my fave podcasts are new. And one of those podcasts is us. <laughs> I'm like, just her fave podcast. We, no, no, no one in particular. Just there are podcasts that come out on Mondays. Who knows? Yes. Fun fact of the week. Fun fact. Mondays are a good day for podcasts. I just wanted to say thank you for listening, Emily. And we're happy that we can brighten up your Mondays. Uh, we also want to shout out Carrie Ann on Twitter, who thanked us and a bunch of other great podcasts for keeping her sane on 16 hours of commuting over the week, which, A, 
I'm so glad that we could help. B, that is a lot of commuting time. I'm so sorry. I know. Uh, but I'm happy that we could be there for you. We're going to make as many hours of content as we can for you, Carrie Ann. <laughs> we do. We do try our best. We also have to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Sarah and Julia, Nicole Gross, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Timura, Sammy Walsh, Audrey O'Connor, and Wendy K. Bartlett. And we have to thank our King Princess Tier patrons, Kayla Kelly and Amy and Ellen. With us from the beginning, we love you all so much, and we really could not continue to make this podcast without all of our patrons, so we want to thank you so much. Remember, you can also find us on all social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure you subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also will have videos going up on our YouTube channel still this season, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest and most free way to do so is to rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us to find new listeners, and we also just love hearing what you think. If you can also support us by joining our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get all sorts of fun perks. You get watch parties. You get ad-free episodes. We are going to be having our first Should Have Been Gay that our King Princess patrons got to vote on soon. So if you want to vote and help pick some of the Should Have Been Gays that we do, head on over to our Patreon now before the next vote. You can also get some Les Hangout merch at bit.ly slash shop. It's a Halloween season, so you better be wearing your Les Hangout skellies. It's an easy costume. Just throw it on. I know you all. We got some lazy lesbians in our in our midst. It's okay. We, uh, we got you covered. We're ours in New Orleans. We got you covered. Uh, bit.ly slash shop. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Twitter and Instagram at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.